Come to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. Everybody, it's so great to have you back. Uh, we are, are excited to, uh, man, that blast of winter was a bit of a shock on the weekend, but hey, welcome back to the spring and sunshine and uh, and Easter. It's kind of kind of just crept up on us here. Yeah. Easter, Easter holiday. Yeah. Time it to just, go nowhere. Yeah, time to <laughs> get ready and have that not family gathering around Zoom again. That's right. With super, you know, super fun. Package up the turkey and send it off to different family homes and enjoy that that uh oh well. Happy Easter, everybody. Um, hope you're looking forward to it and the weekend and the break. Mm-hmm. We got thinking about what we were going to talk about this week and Zach, you were like, we need to talk about Easter and there's something I want to talk about. Yeah. I figured we could touch on Easter. Seems like something worth talking about. I think so. <laughs> Even though it snuck up on us. It is kind not. of pivotal to our faith and yeah, it is and, important. Uh, and even the culture recognizes it sort of. Well, chocolate bunnies, chocolate bunnies, thing is Jesus, cream right? eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not some- quite. Not quite the same. Not quite the same as like colored eggs and tulips mm-hmm. and chocolate bunnies. But there is some recognition that, hey, oh, the Passover is happening. And so let's respect our Jewish friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Easter happens. Yeah. Um, anyways, what were you thinking about? Um, <clears throat> so I heard this audio clip. Um, it was basically talking about the scene. I call it a scene because I always refer to things as my in my visual memory, like watching Passion of the Christ or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um the part in the Bible where they bring Jesus uh to Pilate and then he brings forth Jesus and Barabbas and asks the crowd which one they want freed, um because he doesn't want to have the decision of Jesus being crucified mm. on his hands. Right. Um I'm sure there's probably more to this that you can touch on. But anyway, the <clears throat> the crowd chooses Barabbas. And uh, I, so first of all, I always was infuriated by this part just, of the story. Just it just this, bothered me. Why is this here? And it's probably because I tend to be like a, like I'm irrational. Like that's where okay. my brain ends so, up going. And it just like was, this is completely illogical, irrational. Like it, it always seemed to me like this crowd of, however many hundreds or thousands of people it was were just like brainwashed for 10 minutes and like made this <laughs> most ridiculous decision ever that they weren't even thinking through because it was like so clear to me that like this wasn't even a comparable thing even if he was like guilty of what they're accusing him of it's like it's that still seems less bad than what the bravest did like so it always just seemed ridiculous that they chose jesus to be killed yeah um, and it's only a week after the triumphal entry Right, yeah. like he's come in and the crowds are cheering for him. Like it's it's just really and now the it was really crowds dumb to are me. trying to kill I, him. I guess yeah. I would always like it. Would, literally brings me the same feeling as when I'm watching a movie and there's just like this massive like plot hole or like issue that's like that doesn't make any sense at all with the rules you've set up in this movie. That's how it bothers me like that. Okay, <laughs> and so, um, but then I was listening to this audio clip and it's talking about how. Um, <clears throat> There's got this perfect man who's never done anything wrong, and they choose to kill him over this guy who's a thief and a killer and horrible person. Um, right. And you're just so confused and angry about why this is happening. And then you realize that 
we are Barabbas and that you are Barabbas and um, that you're the person who deserves to die for your sins and you're the person who deserves death um, because you have sinned and mm. Jesus has chosen to die for you so you don't have to. And it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So Really interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so usually I just kind of skip past that part of, of anger and uh, go right to the cross. But there's like, it's really important, I think, um, to look at this <clears throat> section with, with Pilate and Barabbas and what does that really mean? And like the fact that that's us and like, he's literally taking our spot for us, even though it's completely irrational, even though it makes absolutely no sense. Um, even though anyone in their logical mind would never choose this, that he's doing that for us in the, that's completely what we deserve. I think that that whole deserve thing is a big part of it because that's what I've been thinking about a lot is that, um, we tend to stray from the perspective um, that we deserve death for our sins. And we, we often, especially mm. because of the pressures from society that we think we deserve a lot of things and we think that we can earn a lot of things um, and be rewarded with certain things in this world and, and that we can deserve better and um, deserve life. And, and it often this can get attached to the same thing with like, why do bad things happen? Um, and we, and, when we're dealing with loss and we're dealing with grief, um, it's because we think we deserve better and we deserve to have that. Um, and I guess, yeah, it's just been on my mind. Like, um, there's one quote from a song that kind of goes, um, if I, if you took my kids and my wife or my, took my family away from me, you took everything I had, I would still consider it gain. And I always find that a really interesting line because obviously that would be really difficult to <laughs> to actually feel and to think um but that's how we should because mm. to have anything other than than death is gain like to have to be able to have life and have a relationship with god is gain because we don't deserve it at all we deserve we deserve death for our sins the punishment for sin is death and so um but i think we just don't grasp that we don't hang on to that enough like we wash over that because it's it kind of sounds harsh and it's like starts with when we're in Sunday school and kind of just keeps going all the way through um, that we don't have that perspective of that. Like we literally deserve to be dead right now. And that's why Jesus had to die for us. But we kind of like forget that part to like why we deserve death. Sorry, I rambled for a while there. Wow. Yeah. There's, and there, well, no, like there's just so much in there um, that you touched on uh, that maybe we could go back a little bit yeah, let's and talk about it a little slower. Yeah. Let's do um, it. So can we, like, why, why does Barabbas make you so angry? I don't know. Like, like initially, I, again, like it's less now that I, when you look at, look at it from this perspective, but. Okay. But initially you're just like, this shouldn't even be happening. Initially it's it just doesn't like, make sense. in my mind, like in a worldly sense, I guess, or in my, in my mind growing up in the world I've grown up in, he has committed essentially the worst of the worst crimes. Like he, there's only more bad you can do. Right. <laughs> like. He's killed and he's thieved and he's whatever else. He's a rebel. He's like, yeah, nobody wants him. He's as bad the as Jews, the like, Jews don't want him. The Romans don't want him. Everybody wants him. Like dead. if anyone deserves death in society, it's him. Right. But somehow he doesn't get it. Right. Like, even when they f choose to free him, they all reject him. They're all like, you get away from me. Like at least in the video and or in the movies when you watch it. Right. Cause like, nobody wants him. They don't actually care about him. Right. They just, for some reason, wanted to kill Jesus more. 
Yeah. Um, and it just it just frustrates like the crap out of me with how like ridiculous the decision is. Okay. I, I don't know. And it's just just that anger of it. Yeah. Okay. So then. So Seems then unfair, it happens. It's, so it's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. And it totally is unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the point. The whole point of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, okay. So that's, that makes sense to me. And I can see where that anger comes from. That frustration that mm-hmm. like, this shouldn't even be happening. Right. Just make a decision. It's yeah. like poor leadership. Like the governors should, should make a decision. Like, no, he's innocent. Bam, done. Well, it was basically like Pilate was giving Jesus an out, right? He's like, okay, well, I'll put you up against this most ridiculous, like, this is a ridiculous situation. Right. Like, they didn't put him up against someone who, like, okay, like, maybe they choose him because they think Jesus' crimes are worse. Like, really? Like, yeah. He literally picked the worst guy they had. And then they still wanted Jesus. They still wanted Jesus to die. Yeah. It's like, what? It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So there's probably lots of, Lots of things we can discuss as far yeah, as the why. Sure. But we won't. But we probably don't no. need to. So let's keep going there. Like, so <laughs> then seeing ourselves as Barabbas, what, like, how does that impact you? Well, yeah. And that's interesting too, because it's Jeez. like, I mean, at the same time, there is. Like I haven't killed anyone. Okay. And I know that good. like, yes, all sins hurt God the same, but not all sins are equal. That makes sense. Like okay. some sins are worse, but I guess I have Especially committed a lot of sins. from a social, still. cultural well, point of view. Cultural, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, at least I think that God would view killing someone a little bit harsher than he yeah. lying, but, right. um, still regardless, he has a death sins, penalty. All our sins hurt him in the, the old same. Testament. Right. Yeah. All our sins hurt him the same. So to know that like I have caused the same grief to God as Barabbas has. It's very interesting because I have like anger and hatred towards this guy who I don't even know. And I've just seen in a fake video or like a redo. With an actor. He's <laughs> an actor. The guy's like, an actor. It's not I, even him. Yeah. And I somehow hate this man. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, but then it's actually. And if he shows up in another movie, you're just like, yeah. oh, I hate that guy. But really, like the reason I hate him is because he's getting to go free instead of Jesus. Like Jesus is dying instead of him, which really is this, he's doing that for me too. So I guess yeah. I hate myself. So that's interesting. Shoot. But then yeah. at the same time, it's like if I just look ahead ten minutes, it's like well, he doesn't three four days. It's like whatever he's he dies and comes back to life, and that's the best part of this whole thing. So yeah. then it'd be it is for it is all good. Like I. Hmm. Like I, I, it's interesting because it's interesting because I, I don't want him to die, but at the same time I I do knowing how it's happened. Yeah, you know what I mean, like when you're watching the movie, I'm gonna always refer to the movie because I'm visual. Sure. Even and the movie the story, you're referring to is the Passion of the Passion Christ. Of Christ or there's other videos of the yeah, same. But, there are. Yeah. Um, the movie or when you read the story, like you're like rooting for them to free Jesus, even though you know he has to die, even though you know he did die, even though you know it's better that he dies and rises again, because that's the whole point of the like gospel and salvation. However, you still want him to not die. You're like, oh, what if he didn't, though? (laughs) How much better could things have been if he didn't? Well, no. Like, But why is that? It's so weird. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really interesting point. What what if at that point Barabbas takes our place? He doesn't. Yeah. Right? And uh 
I just, I guess I haven't really stopped to really think about this. This is a good point that if I am truly Barabbas, I would not see myself as Barabbas. Mm-hmm. I'm better than that. I'm, right. I'm a good person. And, and that is, um, and that is a lie to myself, right? Right. That I, I think our society lives on, strives and thrives on mm-hmm. that we're good people and we mean well. And uh, it's okay to turn on someone who's offended us because they're not good people. Yeah. They, they've hurt us or they've, you know, they're just wrong. Mm-hmm. And yet, so what if, Re- what if Barabbas can be redeemed, can be uh, not just purchased from death, but mm. also like set free in a, in a new direction? Yeah. Like how amazing is that story in itself of Barabbas? And we hear these amazing transformational stories of Jesus meeting people even today. Yeah. Um, and changing their lives from a life of prison or crime or pain and suffering to one of purpose and joy and um, making a difference change in, in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know so many people are like, I don't need Jesus cause I'm a good person. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. Like what a challenge to us to see ourselves as Barabbas that we truly are in God's eyes, that person that yeah. deserves death. That is, that is even society thinks deserves death and doesn't want us. And yet Jesus takes our place. Yeah. He sets us free instead. Like if at any point in the narrative, Jesus is going to stand up and say, actually I'm fully innocent here and I'm done. Yeah. It, it Right there. Pilate has invited him to like, if you're really this powerful God, if you're really the King of the Jews, if you're really the son of God, if you really are, this is your chance right? in front of all the crowds. And he doesn't do it. He chooses instead to take that place. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Then you're getting into like <clears throat> the whole idea, like why he didn't, he just like, it would have been, it would have been, I understand where the Pharisees were at at times when like they wanted him to come in and free them physically and defeat the Romans and be this, awesome powerhouse and then yeah. he never does it. He has yeah. all the chances in the world. And he never does it. And I understand why that would have been frustrating because you so badly want it. And that would have been so cool if he did it. But that's like our human nature and sinful, like nature wanting to have revenge, mm. right? Wanting something that isn't necessary. Yeah. But it's interesting why yeah. he chose, it's like why really God chose to do it the way he did. And even your statement that we deserve death is a really um, intense statement. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really believe that? Have you, like, when was the last like, time you stopped and think that we deserve death? Like, I do and I don't, right? Like, so on a, <clears throat> because it's hard to, it's hard to like quantify. I don't know how to word this. Yeah, like, yeah. Measure how it. Measure it. Like, because I, I guess I do on like a, theological point of view right yeah i deserve i deserve death but um but like death from because of my because i'm a sinner and because like but god still allowed me to be born and have life so then it's like that i I don't and like it i almost like i deserve death in like another dimension or reality essentially is what i mean like 
in the sense of like this world and the things that I can feel and touch, like, no, I don't deserve for someone to kill me. Right. In that sense. But, um, I don't deserve to ever have existed because of what I was going to do in my life. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's really deep. But I think what you're saying is, is I think the res, it resonates not just on a, like, it's not in a physical form, but mm-hmm. it, a spiritual form. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like there's a resonation here that spiritually, maybe I, I do deserve death. Mm. Like I can't deny the fact that there is something beyond the physical or the mental capability of you and I sitting here together, having this conversation Yeah, that, that echoes into a realm that's beyond me and yet right. not, it's also within me. Right. Like I don't, yeah, I feel like it's a really tough like, conversation. We all here. grasp it, or a lot of people, whether Christian or not, somewhat grasp this like thought that like we don't deserve our life. Because why would anyone ever give up their life for someone else? Like, like on a like on a worldly view, right? Like, why would anyone ever take a bullet for somebody else, jump in front of a a bullet for someone, or like put themselves at risk of death in order to save someone else's life? if you didn't somewhat believe that like your death was worth it. Do you know what I mean? If you didn't somewhat believe that like your life, you didn't deserve your life. I think there's gotta be like a hint of that Mm. in there subconsciously, at least I, you know? Yeah. Like if you fully believe that like you deserve every bit of your life, then you wouldn't do that. And there are people like that who try to preserve their life for spend every dollar they can spend to preserve their life as long as they can. And because they're worth more than you, because they're worth more than anyone, anyone in their way. And there's people like that for sure. And that's what I mean. But I think there's people on the opposite side, whether they're Christian or not, or probably mostly are somewhat, or at least spiritual or they like deep down don't believe that. And that could be part of a self-esteem issue or whatever. I'm not saying it's like a godly reason, but that they don't fully deserve that they should be here. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, why would anyone give up their life then? I know there's reasons of like, they believe someone else's life is worth more, but even still, that's a little bit same. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, that's a great thought. I haven't really wrestled through that. Mm-hmm. I think you would be really right on in saying that we value like we value our life to the point where we think we deserve life. Right. And we get what we want. Right. I have a right to get what I want. Yeah. Because my life is valuable. Yeah. And, and so for you to come out and say, actually I'm Barabbas and I deserve death mm-hmm. and I've been given life, not of my own will. Mm-hmm. I, I had come to a point where it was out of my hands and someone gave me back my life. And so now I live life as if I don't deserve it. Mm. And I should celebrate life. And that's, I think that's, that's the whole, that is a, a wonderful picture of what Easter really is. About yeah. is new life that was undeserved. Yeah. Because somebody else took my place. Right. But our society doesn't want to recognize that somebody else paid the price for us. No. They also don't want to recognize that for any reason at all, and, and we can see this in our culture completely, um, that they need help. Yeah. That I need something beyond me. I'm a good person, and I deserve 
to have success and yeah. I don't want to, I don't deserve to suffer. Right. And I shouldn't have to, um, and man, this, this, this is, this is a really like, it's about my rights and my passions and my oh. joys and my pleasure. Yeah. And I mean, that's the heart, biggest hurdle is having anyone be convinced that they, that they don't deserve to suffer. Right. Like, like most people aren't like, if you're not, if you're not told that your whole life that in like our Canadian sin, context, sin especially. Equals, yeah. Like if you're not told your whole life that sin equals death, then and you don't know that you were born with sin and that you've, that what you've done in your life is sin. Then most people are just like, Oh, like I've told a few lies. I've done a few bad things, but overall I'm a good person. I right, they were I white don't deserve lies. Death. Yeah. Like most people think they don't deserve death. They don't deserve bad things. And so that's the biggest hurdle is how do you convince someone that they, that they really do? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I can just look at my own life and see how my heart is rebellious. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't want to submit to authority. I don't want to, um, I don't always want to see everybody else get ahead and not me. I don't want to submit to the point where I'm like, I can see where my own heart has that sinful nature. Yeah. And I fight against it, but I know I like, I can fight against it all I want and I could be as altruistic as I want and try and put everybody else ahead of me and, and give them, the benefit and sacrifice myself for them. But yeah, in the end, it always comes back to me. Right. Uh, what an interesting conversation <laughs> on, on Barabbas. There's a number of characters that actually show up in that narrative that are just very brief characters and have such a, uh, an impactful point in the story. Mm. Pilot himself. Right? Yeah. He's Who's like yeah. this character on the outside of the story. And you almost look at that story and go, I don't think he's so bad. Mm-hmm. If you just look at like the very little snippets or the point of view that you're seeing in this story. But he, you know, he hates the Jews. Right. He's notorious in history for, for his cruelty and his... Um, which I almost wonder is why they, he didn't want to help them in killing one of their own. <laughs> well, yeah, or if he, if he was manipulating the whole thing in the meantime. Yeah, who knows, right? right? He's putting his soldiers there, and he's giving them the right to beat and mock him. And yeah, um, I almost wonder if he's looking at it like, if I do this, I can, I can play my part so that history looks on me, but man, they're going to owe me. Like, I own these Jewish leaders now. Yeah. So he washes his hands of Jesus blood, but like, do you think God considers him, his hands Innocent? clean? No. Of no. Jesus blood though? No. No. No, because that's government not living up to its authority. He right. had full authority to set Jesus free. Right. And under their government law, was he not a, like he wasn't deserving of death? There was no reason to crucify him. Right. He, he didn't like in when he questions Jesus, Jesus doesn't answer. Mm. So there's just nothing to yeah. accuse him of. And the, what they're accusing him of, of being against Caesar, and we can go back to the temple the week before the crucifixion, and he's like, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. Like, right. if we're going to go back and draw witnesses, Jesus never came yeah, to he, overthrow that. He never even says. My kingdom is not of this world. 
He never says to like disobey Caesar. No, right? never. No. That's as close as he gets. Yeah. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. And then you're like, oh my goodness. So Pilate not choosing to set him free mm-hmm. shows his guilt. Fair. And, and he just is following the crowds and he's doing what popular opinion is. He's, he's playing classic politician where mm-hmm. he knows what's right, but he doesn't do it because it's not popular. Oh, I think the other thing I was thinking about, um, we, we think that we don't deserve death or we think that we're like generally a good person or right people who do that. Um, is that what are like, we, what are we comparing that to? Like that has to be based on something, right? Like our idea that like we either do or don't deserve death or that we like are, we're good people, we're good people at the, at the root of it. That has to be based on a comparison to something, right? Like what, what is that based on? And I mean, as Christians, we know that like the only thing we can base that on is our creator or God or something that's outside of us as humans. Um, and so like, I've done this, I actually did this argument in <clears throat> a formal sense uh, one time in school. But anyway, uh, you can talk to someone about how like, well, like the only way that um, they can know whether they're, generally good or not is they compare that to something and the only thing to compare that to has to be timeless and it has to be perfect because it has to be like separate from there has to be natural, an absolute it has to be something absolute okay. right and so um it has to be timeless which like i mean <laughs> i default to thinking that's god because he's outside of our right. time um and then perfect and well so that like it's easy for Christians to point that to be God. I'd like challenge anyone to find something else that's timeless and perfect. They can point that to. Um, so typically it's a God, um, whether which one you want that to be is up to them, but that's like a, an, an interesting way to get someone to at least think about it in that, that perspective or go in that direction um, is like, what are they basing their general goodness off of? Right. Because it's it got to be, be compared to something. And it can't just be compared to the humans around needs, them. Yeah. Because then that's just relative to the time and the era and the culture. Right. And that's not, that doesn't work either. Because we can't just look back in history and say, like, you can't be good now, but then in, in 100 years, someone looks back and say, you weren't. That doesn't right. work. It has to be the same throughout time. It's it has so to be an absolute. Yeah. So it has to be outside of our time and it has to be um, compared to something else. So anyway, huh. that's a little rant there about that. But I think that's good. It does, it does change like you have to think about those that perspective because otherwise it is really easy to get caught up and be like oh yeah like compared to those around me or compared to this world like i am a good person but that's not what matters that comparison is irrelevant because that's all just relative to what's around you and that's not what matters in the general the grand scheme of it all right and what we're so passionate about today and what we think is so right socially or justice Mm -hmm. like for our social justice today can change in 10 years yeah for sure right and and are you going to look back on yourself today and condemn yourself like, who knows like because <laughs> our culture has this real sense that they're so ethnocentric to this time and place mm. that they're so culturally above everybody and everything that's come before oh, yeah. them yep that we can look back on the history and on history and judge it completely mm-hmm and historians can't look back on history and say, well, actually, I absolutely know for sure what something is happening here. Right. But we're going to sit in judgment on those people because we're good. <laughs> and we know. Because we know now. We, we know now. now yeah. We figured this out. And we look at it and go, oh, but I'm so much better. We're yeah. so much better than them. 
And yep. it's just a matter of us saying, uh, maybe in his eyes, Barabbas was right in what he was doing. Yeah. And it was the only way he was going to make change. But we, right. we look back and go like, no, you were a thief and a murderer. And, yeah. and you were uh, a person that even the Jews and the Romans didn't want. Yeah. Well, hindsight's perfect, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we always think every society thinks they've made it. We yeah. think we always think we've made it every five years. We're like, Oh, it's 2020. It's 2015. We've made it. We know we think we're like the pinnacle of knowledge or we've hit the peak of evolution. And mm. It's ever going right. Like wow. It's always, always evolving. So this is, this was a really interesting look at Easter to, yeah. to look at that <laughs> character of, of Bar- Barabbas briefly on pilot and, I guess we could mention, there's a few other people that kind of pop into the narrative here. Um, we didn't talk about Simon of Serene or no. Joseph of Arimathea. Um, other, you know, characters that pop into this story that, that just cause us to stop and go, wow, that's a interesting yeah. interjection into the story. Why did, like, what if, yeah, what if I was a part of that story? And then to stop and say, well, I am a part of this story. Mm, yeah. Um, I am that person that was maybe forced to carry the cross. And if I really do follow Jesus, would I carry that cross? Mm-hmm. Or um, here's this person who's just been crucified. Would I sacrifice everything I have to bury him? Right. To see that it was done right. To, to complete the story and, 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 allow for that revelation exaltation three days mm. later. Um, if I was in a position of authority, would I, would I, I shift my authority so that I didn't look so bad and, and, and claim to wash my hands of it mm-hmm. because I did what, what people, what was the popular decision? Path of least resistance, right? Right. Would I, what would I have done in on his hands? So. No, what would I have done in that position? Yeah. Um, yeah. If if I was one of the twelve, would I have stuck around? Yeah. With the whole world just mad and on fire, and just screaming for blood, I don't know that I want to be standing right there. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. No, great, great ex- uh, exploration of. Yeah, I think we just always look at the cross. We look at the cross, the cross, the cross, and that's where we always go. And like the cross is important and rightfully so yes yeah, we definitely <laughs> we definitely don't look at the resurrection enough we know yeah. that and we we always look at the cross um and then we people get you know, we get tattoos of the cross we get like we draw our meaning to that like that's where our like they use that as our symbol like that's that represents my salvation the cross right right um but i want to start seeing people get a tattoo of barabbas <laughs> Well, we never like really. I know, but like we never think about that as our symbol, right? Like we okay. always think of the cross as our symbol and our meaning, and like that's the the symbol of our salvation. We don't think of it as like we don't think of Barabbas as that. We don't think of Barabbas as the thing that like he is the symbol for all of us, all of us humans. Jesus took our place, so he didn't have to die, right? But we don't think we don't think of it that way. So it's just interesting. There's lots of others, and there's well, know, yeah, but there's tons of examples. So of in that, in but. in that example. Then, if I am Barabbas, I want a cruc- I want a tattoo of the cross because that right. is my means of salvation. Yeah, him dying on that cross set me free. Right. And so, if I really am Barabbas, I don't want Barabbas 
tattooed on me. I am yeah. already there. That I'm fully tattooed brow. Now I'm thinking like uh, I I no, want I that wanna, cross. I don't want to tattoo a Barabbas's face, but like a tattoo to remind you of Barabbas, whether it's I don't know. Sure. His so name then what? Or whatever it is, like so you can remember handcuffs. Like, maybe or, you're, you're no better than him. Maybe that's an interesting thought. Maybe that's that's it. Just throwing that out there for you tattooers, you know, no big deal. Wait till you're an adult, please. Um, <laughs> anyway, hopefully this gave you a different perspective on Easter. We didn't want to title it Easter because maybe you would skip it with all the Easter services you're at this weekend or messages you're going to listen to. But um, hopefully it was a bit of a different perspective than what you're going to hear at church or online or what you have heard in the past. Yeah. And, and maybe just a challenge to say like, you know, to yourself or to your neighbors, are, are we really good? Right. Am I good? And, and do I deserve this or what mm-hmm. am I living in freedom? And, and what does it mean that I've been set free from or forgiven of? Yeah. And how, how your life might be different if you approach things from the perspective of you are generally good or you deserve death. Yeah. How will that change how you act in your life? Yeah. Because I think I, I rest, we see this. Yeah. Anyways, it's a really good question. Thanks, mm-hmm. Zach. That was good. Cool. That's yeah. all I had. You got anything else? No, I don't uh, really. Um, I guess some of the things I've been uh, looking at or listening to, uh, I've listened to a podcast with Rick Warren the last couple of weeks um, where he was interviewed by David Kinneman and Carrie Newhoff mm. and really interesting conversation. First one was kind of on church and leadership and, and pandemic and, and not really. I liked it, but I don't know if it'd be relevant for everybody, mm. but this past week was him on loss, right? Yeah. So David's wife died of cancer in the last year. Uh, and Rick talks really openly about um, his son's suicide yeah, and just the journey that him and his wife have been on um, and, and what grief and loss really mean to them. Mm-hmm. So it was a really emotional episode, but really an excellent episode for us as we learn to like comfort those that have lost loved ones and um, how he talks about uh, just his son and his his death by suicide and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the setting free and but also the loss of, um, of not having him around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really interesting conversation. Cool. So that's one I listened to this week that I thought was really great. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll try to link that audio I listened to at the end of this podcast. Okay. If you want to listen to it. Um, like other minute. than that, I would highly suggest watching Pastor of the Christ. I try to watch it every year every other year i think it's a very good way to get into the uh hmm. the story if you're not a reader so much like me i think it's a really good way to bring yourself back to the there story were, of there was one that came out um like a few years ago about hmm. a roman centurion did you see that one no what was um, that called oh see i can't remember i'll have to look it up but there was one about the Roman centurion. Oh, that like was from his perspective. From his perspective. Oh, I did hear about that. I never saw and it. And I didn't see it. And I don't know. It I didn't look it, it didn't up. have a big budget. No, I'm like, sure it was uh, small. Passion of the Christ did. Yeah, that was a nice thing about Passion. It was well done. Oh, so. it's really well done. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's I, worth watching. But it is intense. It. Very, very good to it watch. It is a very intense movie. Yeah. Uh, so just be prepared for the fact that it, it's not, uh, this is not a Marvel Universe movie. No, this is uh, <laughs> this is gut wrenching and yeah. and and uh, you're disturbing. You want to be in the right mindset for that one. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Watch it. Yeah, 
really good. That's all. Okay, that's today. all. Thanks, guys. Happy Easter. Okay. Happy bunny and chocolate. Have some and chocolate. Barabbas Day. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. Bible where two men were brought before a crowd. The crowd got to decide which man they were going to set free and which man they were going to crucify on a cross. <laughs> the, the first man they got to choose from, his name was Jesus Christ. Jesus, the only perfect person to ever live, who's done nothing wrong, who didn't deserve it in the slightest. <laughs> and then the second person, his name was Barabbas. He was, he was a thog, a killer. A thief. He was a terrible person. But guess what the crowd did? The crowd chose to set Barabbas free and kill Jesus. Like, what are they doing? It's so easy to read that story and be like, why would you kill Jesus? Kill Barabbas. Barabbas deserves it. Barabbas is a bad man. He deserves to suffer. And then you realize... I'm Barabbas. I'm that sinner that deserves to die and suffer, but I'm also that sinner that didn't get what I deserved because Jesus took it for me. That's the gospel. <laughs>